Welcome to Two Brothers and Their Sports exclusively on Radio Naira, 99.9 FM, HD4, 101.9 FM, and 1490 AM. It's Arav, your co-host, and this is Arav. Going to be talking about the Super Bowl, our predictions for the Philadelphia Eagles versus Kansas City Chiefs. If you didn't see our, our episode last week, we did a brief description and a brief breakdown of the Super Bowl, but this week we're going to go more in depth and talk more about our predictions. We're also going to talk about the King, LeBron James, breaking the NBA's all-time scoring record in front of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar against the Clippers on Tuesday. We're going to talk about that and the significance of that. Who is the GOAT now? And then and finally, we're going to talk about the NBA trade deadline, all the crazy trades that took place in one of the craziest tra- trade deadlines in recent history. Yeah, so let's start off with probably the Super Bowl. That's the most important thing coming up this week. I don't know when you might you may be hearing this. This may be after the Super Bowl, but as of right now, it's a couple days before, and we're going to go more in depth than we have the past two weeks in our Super Bowl predictions. So I'll go through mine quickly. Uh, I'm, I'm going with the Eagles. We're both, I, I think we're both in agreement here. The Eagles are just too much of an overpowered team to lose to the Chiefs. I don't think it's easy to find a single flaw. There are no flaws in this Eagle team. There are weak points but those weak points are strengths on any other team in the league because they are that good that those guys can be weak weak parts of their team. You look at Jalen Hurts. This could become a dynasty, and it's going to be because of him. The guy is amazing running the ball, passing the ball. They have one of the top running offenses in the league with Miles Sanders, Boston Scott, and Kenneth Gainwell, and then also through the air, they've, they have a great attack. Really, there's no way to guard. There's no way to play any defense. Because you try to stop the run, then they're, they're going to run it right up the gut. You try to put QB spies on Jalen Hurts, then he's going to be throwing the ball downfield. And you try to get all your DBs back there, and they're, it's it's perfect running for Hurts and for uh, their backfield. So it's a really good tandem. And then their defense, obviously, top secondary in the NFL. They almost broke the record for single-season sacks which is absolutely astonishing that a team is able to have the number one uh, defensive backfield and probably the number one D-line. This team is just way too overpowered. The, the players are just too good, stars in every position. So that's why I'm going Eagles. Yep, I think the Eagles are going to win as well. We talked about this last week, but the Eagles are just so great. They're com- They're playing a team that in the regular season, <clears throat> the Kansas City Chiefs, their run defense was 24th. We know that's below average. Obviously, there's 32 teams in the NFL. That was a weak point. Now, in the playoffs, it's strengthened a little bit. But the Eagles have torn up every single run defense they've played. They just tore up the 49ers, who had the number one defense in the NFL. <clears throat> and they just had a defensive player of the year, Nick Bosa. So we know they're able to run the ball on What? Nick Bosa was a total non-factor. Exactly. And they're able, their offensive line is so great that their run, their run game is so awesome. Now, Chris Jones and Willie Gay and that whole penetration up front for the Chiefs is going to be, uh, that's going to be a tall task for them trying to get through the Eagles offensive line. But that offensive line is so great for the run. Deep run. We know Jalen Hurts had 13 rushing touchdowns, the most in, in the league this year. He was second of all players, tied for second or tied for third, one of them. So we know he was great. His passing, I think, 
is very, very good. Top 10 in the league, at least. We He put in a lot of work this season to get better. A lot of people are comparing him to Lamar. I think he is Lamar, the same running skills, but a better thrower. And then we know Miles Sanders has been great. Boston Scott, Kenneth Gainwell, all of them have been great. A.J. Brown broke the re- franchise receiving yard record. So their offense is great. Their defense, you talked about it. You talked about the stats. They're amazing at pass coverage, pass defense, and run defense, sacks. Pretty much all across the board, they're one of the best in the league. So they, they're they just, they've been great. They had C.J. Gardner-Johnson, who led the league in interceptions this year. So we know the Philadelphia Eagles defense is great, too. I think that they are so great compared to the Chiefs. We know it's literally right now a powerhouse in the Philadelphia Eagles and an amazing, amazing job building a team by Howie Roseman versus Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes only has Kelsey, not only, but he has Kelsey and a couple of guys that would be wide receiver twos on other teams that are playing his wideout positions. I agree. Only Kelsey. And then then their defense is pretty – it's been better, but – it's there in the regular season. It was not great. So I think the Eagles are going to be able to capitalize. I have them winning this game 27 to 21. And talking about the, the Kansas city offense, I mean, you look at injuries just as a team, they've been ransacked with injuries. Kadarius Tony is injured. He might play. I believe he'll play. Yeah. They're saying they've, he's also, play got, now. they've also got Juju who's injured and just, they've had so many injuries as a team. And then you look at their defense They've had linebackers in their linebacking core injured. They've had way more injuries than the Eagles, and sometimes that's exactly what wins you football games. In the past, it's if the injury God bless you this year, then you have a chance. And going into the Super Bowl, they have not. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes dealing with a, a horrible high ankle sprain. He's been dealing with it. He limped last week a lot, but he also played pretty close to what he normally plays, I would think. But he's going up against a really great defense and a really good offense that is going to put points on this Kansas City defense. Well, I think that now they're saying that Patrick Mahomes actually his ankle might be close to 100%, which is a new report from last week. So I think that that's less of a factor this week. I don't know about if you still think that might be a problem, but I think that the that the Chiefs medical staff did such a great job. I think that they're going to be able to minimize that to a very, very small aspect of the game. I disagree. In preparing for Super Bowl week is hard, hard practice and scouting. And there is not much time to rehab. He's had the short time that he's had. Usually a high ankle sprain keeps guys out for a while. We saw Tony Pollard took him out of the game and will take him out for a couple more months or right now. That was a horrible injury. And uh, you said Kansas City's training staff the medical staff has done a great job. There's really nothing you can do when there's this high ankle sprain like that. You watch the video, his ankle is just caught and it it looks really bad. It gets hyperstatic. I, I know. I like saw that, but I think I think by by good by a good job, I they did a great job taping it. They did a great job rec- in his recovery. And even last week, he came in and started he started playing. I mean, he started practicing hard Wednesday before the game full participant Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday, I think, or that Friday off or something like that. So I think he's just been great. I don't think that's going to be a factor as much as it was. If you guys remember, he had that turf toe against the Buccaneers, but I think that it might be a very small part, but I think it's going to come down to ultimately the Eagles versus Patrick Mahomes, who has the magic in this game. I disagree. And then you look at last week, he was limping across the field after throwing the ball and it affected him. He made some throws. He did, he couldn't make some throws that normally on a good ankle, I believe that he could have made. And then you look at the team that he's facing right now, 
There, Hassan Reddick has been amazing. He has a chance to win Super Bowl MVP. Their D line is going to get to Mahomes, who does have a really great offensive line. But I, I think that they are going to get to Mahomes, and that's going to affect him. That is going to mess up the ankle. I don't think the ankle is going to be untouched this game. The Eagles defensive line knows that. Everyone on the field, everyone in the stands knows that Mahomes' ankle is an injury. It's a problem. And so I think it may be re-aggravated, especially with that line that the Eagles have. Mahomes is going to be constantly forced outside the pocket. He's going to be sacked a couple times. There's going to be a lot of QB pressures, a lot of QB knockdowns, and that's going to affect his ankle, in my opinion. I think this will be a pretty big factor, but Mahomes will still play a great game. So how much of an impact do you think, because Nick Sirianni used to be under, or sorry, Andy Reid used to be a coach of the Eagles, knows the system. So how much do you think game planning is going to be, how how easy do you think that's going to be for Andy Reid, or how do you think he's going to be able to minimize the Eagles' impact on this game because he knows how they play? Not at all. When Andy Reid was here, he didn't really have them running a system like Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts really runs a system that's unlike Many other NFL teams, even with Donovan McNabb, you could yes, because you can. Donovan McNabb didn't have the weapons that Hurts has right now. Hurts, they get Terrell Owens. They have he didn't have the weapons that Hurts has right now. There are all the players on the field are viable for Hurts to make a play, and then you've got one of the top QBs in the NFL, the guy who was runner up for the MVP, and on the other side you've got the MVP, but he's playing hurt and he's playing with no weapons. I still think it's going to be a great game for him. But going back to your point, Andy Reid didn't have the system that Jalen Hurts has. And even if he did, it's been how many years now? It's been a decade. It's been yeah. a long time. It, it doesn't work like that anymore, where it's the same system that teams run for decades without changing anything. Andy Reid isn't going to be any any smarter and any more intelligent about what the Eagles are running than the defensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, unless he's obviously watched more film and saw more of what they've done this year. He is he has absolutely no advantage here. And when you talk about game planning, Andy Reid is a mastermind, but so is Nick Sirianni. I don't think that Jalen Hurts has had a single bad game this season. You can maybe tell me one bad game that he's had. He doesn't pass for a ton of yards. We see that in the playoffs. However, he's played amazing as a leader, he's been compared to MJ by Nick Sirianni, which is crazy to me. He is the guy that's going to get it done over Patrick Mahomes. And it's crazy that we're saying that because Patrick Mahomes is already an NFL great. And and Jalen Hurts, this is probably his first year of being pretty good. But I'm going with Jalen Hurts here in the Eagles. Yeah, the only reason I disagree here is because I think I get that they're both great at game planning. They're both great at scripting. I get all that. But then... You look at Andy Reid, he's been great at game planning for a long time, and I think that they're going. the reason this is going to be a low-scoring game with the Eagles is because Andy Reid had a similar system, not the same, but a similar system. Obviously, running quarterbacks were not as mobile, or mobile quarterbacks were not as popular as they are today, and, and that's a huge part of the game today. But he made a Super Bowl with Donovan McNabb, I believe LaShawn McCoy, and Terrell Owens and a good offensive line. Does that sound eerily similar to the team that he's facing right now? I would say so that I would say that it does because a mobile quarterback, great wide receiver, and a good running back. So I think, and a good offensive line. It would be a low scoring game. Because I said 27 21. Obviously, okay, that's not really a low scoring game, but I think that that's the reason that the, that the Eagles are going to be able. 
are are they are going to be limited in this game is because of Andy Reid's game planning, his history with the organization. He knows what they like to do. He knows what Harry Roseman, the GM, likes to build a team around. That was the same GM that Andy Reid was with. So I think that's going to make an impact. And I think game planning with similar teams is going to help Andy Reid in this game. I disagree. I don't think knowing what the GM likes to build around is going to help at all in game planning for a Super Bowl, number one. And number two, Andy Reid handles virtually nothing to do with the Kansas City defense. He is an offensive-minded coach. He runs that Kansas City offense along with the offensive coordinator, Eric Bieniemy, and together they are the guys that are controlling what's happening. So you don't think Steve Spagnuolo, he he runs stuff by Andy Reid? You think he doesn't run the game plan and anything else around or by Andy Reid? But he chooses everything. He chooses the formations, the packages, and the guys that are going to be in and out of those packages. And the plays that are being called, that's nothing to do with Andy Reid. I don't think a lot of the plays are getting sent straight down and Andy Reid's sending them out or they're sending them out to the captain of the defense. It has absolutely nothing to do with Andy Reid. That all that play calling happens through the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. Andy Reid has nothing to do with defense. He is only an offensive-minded coach. So in my opinion, knowing what the GM likes to build around, like you said, or being an offensive-minded coach isn't really going to help at all for game planning for the Eagles. And I don't think that he's going to have any better game planning than Nick Sirianni or any of the coaches on either team in this game. All right, now let's move on. Oh, before before we move on to the next topic, reminder, both of us picked the Eagles to win this game. Thanks for listening to Two Brothers in Their Sports. You can also listen on Amazon Echo. Just say, Alexa, play Radio Naira.